Welcome to Story Chats at Insby Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. We have Amy Anguish back with us today to talk about teachers as heroes and heroines. Thank you for joining us again, Amy. What was it about teachers as main characters that made you excited to come back? Um, I'm married to a teacher and <laughs> I also, I teach preschool a couple days a week during the school year. Um, so just we're a family who love teachers. That's awesome, <laughs> I love it. That would do it. So um, are we putting grade level limits on teachers for this conversation or are we going all the way from preschool to like graduate school professors? What do you think, Narelle? Well, I, I say we put no limits and I also say that <laughs> teachers aren't just in a school setting. Okay. <laughs> so you can be a teacher in a, in, a, in a different setting as well. So I would say let's not put any limits on it because it's such a fun topic. All right, Valerie, you got any limits you need? I I kind of figured that a teacher is is a teacher, and but in this context, it would be fun to see if we can zoom in a little bit. Um, and not all my selections do this, but zoom in a little bit on showing teachers in their habitat, not just uh, a teacher, uh, you know, but that it doesn't matter to the story really. I mean, it's just like profession we chose for them. Um, so, but yeah, I mean. Amy, it's legit. A preschool teacher is a teacher. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure a college uh, professor is also a teacher. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure. All right. Did you have did you have limits you wanted, Amy, or are you good with uh, everything? I'm I'm good. Okay. <laughs> All right. I didn't figure anybody would want limits, but I thought we could put it out there. Um, I agree. A teacher is a teacher. I hadn't thought about extending it past like a school setting. Um, so I have no homeschool moms on my list, <laughs> but, um, homeschool moms are probably too busy to look for romance if they're a single mom. Single homeschool moms. <laughs> yeah. I know two women who are single parent and homeschooling and working full time. And I'm just, do you, do you sleep? They're mostly no, oh, wow. mostly the answer is no, they don't sleep. No, I'm sure. Um, wow. But I also, I hadn't thought about limiting it um, to showing them in their habitat. I like that idea. If you, uh, if you have some of those, point them out. Because I th it's, it's a little easier probably to write the teacher on summer break than, than the teacher who's in the classroom. So that's a, that's a good point. All right. Yeah. Um, do you think from your experiences that it is more common to have the heroine be the teacher rather than the hero? And do you have thoughts on why or why that is not the case? Amy, we can start with you. I don't know that, that it's more common, honestly. I was going back through some of the books that I've read that I could remember that had teacher. I've read so many books, it's hard to remember all of them. But yeah. um, I was finding like a pretty good mix of men and women and if you think about it a lot of high school teachers like in math and science and history are probably going to be men yeah not always but a, a lot of them you know my husband teaches history um a lot of my math teachers in high school were men mm -hmm. the history That's teachers same. you know the PE teachers the, yes the <laughs> coaches <laughs> Cool. All right, Narelle, do you have thoughts? 
Um, I think it's fun when you have two teachers as well and <laughs> when they're here on heroin are both teachers and I've written that myself in solo shoot so that's a fun setting to have. Um, I think it's one of the things we, we hear about a lot in Australia is how we actually need more male teachers, particularly with the younger kids, um, so that the kids are having both male role, moral models and female role models as well. So uh, that's something that's often, oh, if there's a male teacher at primary school or elementary school, I should say mm -hmm. for you guys, then that's super exciting, whereas um, high school tends to be more of a mix of male and female. But I think it's fun. It, just, it doesn't worry, worry me whether they're both teachers or one's a teacher. Um, it's still fun. Valerie? Well, I asked Google. <laughs> Google told me that 76% of US public school teachers are female. Wow, 76%. Yeah. 76%. So um, I think that uh, that would line up with us having slightly more female teachers in books, but I don't think that's actually true. I think in many cases, it's it's the male that is uh, that is the teacher. So we'll see if that plays out as we you know share some of our books. But um, it's yeah, be interesting to see because I, I thought that was interesting to know how what the percentages were. And that's public school. So that does not include, I assume, our preschool and our college and stuff. That'll be your K through twelve or your private schools. Like I think um, I know in the private Christian school mm -hmm. I taught at we had a lot more male teachers, um, although they were mostly in high school um, in your math and science. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, I taught math and they're like, wait, you're, you're a girl. I'm like, yes, girls can <laughs> like math too. <laughs> I've <do> noticed. <laughs> Shockingly, math does not care your gender. It does not, you can love it. Everyone should love math. Um, there you go. There's my math plug. Love your math. <laughs> All right. So what is it about a teacher that makes them such a fantastic hero or heroine? Amy, what do you think? Nurturing. Yeah. You know, there's just something amazing about seeing a guy who cares about kids. Yeah. Um, when my husband and I were dating in college, all the kids at church where we went would like run up to him afterwards and, and he just love on him and play with them and stuff. And it's so attractive <laughs> to see a man who loves children, you know, because, you know, he's going to be a good dad and, you know, he's going to love you. Yeah. And so I really feel like, you know, that, that was one of the first things that I noticed about, about my husband, um, was that but then the same thing with a girl you know she's going to be nurturing she's going to to have that ex it's like almost extra mom yeah you yeah. know because yeah. you can love all the kids big <laughs> even the troublemakers and the you know you love them all and you want them to succeed and yeah really yeah. special Narelle what do you think well, I think teachers have a lot of patience. I um, did a year of, when I, in my economics degree, I thought about becoming a teacher for about a year and then I just changed my mind. <laughs> and one of the reasons I changed my mind, well, I was in Sydney and I didn't want to have to travel a million miles to get a job. You either had to go to the country or, 
I was on the northern beaches and you'd be traveling to the other side of the city to get work so that was one reason but the other reason was I just didn't feel like I had enough patience I just didn't have I think you've got to have a personality where you can just really roll with a lot of stuff and I just didn't feel like that I was that person that could really without doing my head in (laughs) I deal with a classroom of teenagers. So um, I always admire teachers. Um, my grandfather was an English history teacher. My uncle was a teacher. Interestingly, most of the teachers in my family have been male. Um, but I think that's go back a couple of generations and men were more likely to be teachers, whereas now it's more likely to be women. Um, but I think teachers are special people because they've got to have a lot of emotional energy to deal with all these children that can be very needy and come from very difficult places and a lot of teachers suffer violence in the classroom and there's a lot of problems that um that happen and you're also dealing with kids with special needs and it's yeah it's a pretty big job it's a pretty special job and I admire all the teachers that take it on. Valerie you have anything to add? Oh always. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do agree that that showing that um love for kids and that and that's a beautiful fun thing to show on the page as well like it makes for a really attractive hero or heroine Um, but especially for uh, a male teacher I think it can't be just a job like in real life or on paper Um, it has to be some sort of calling and it can be I don't know, now I need to try and write a teacher who just wants her summers off, I guess. Uh, <laughs> that's why she does it. Story ideas. Um, but it's, it, yeah, it's a, it's a thing where you really get a chance to see kids in action in a story like that um, without the hero or heroine necessarily having children. So it's not necessarily a single mom or dad story, although it can be with the with the teacher, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's lots of scope. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna say ditto. I think you guys hit everything, <laughs> everything that I would have said. So um, I think that brings us then to our books, our book discussion. So we'll dive in and we'll um, we'll talk favorite CCR teacher books. Um, Narelle, you wanna go first? This is so hard. I had a really hard time picking books. So I went with books that I probably, one book I read very recently, which is This Wandering Heart by Janine Roche. And that was a super fun story. And um, I won't go into much detail because we have talked about it before. But the heroine Kira um, is a geography teacher and she also has a secret life as Cat Wonderful, a travel blogger. And um, she's fascinated by travel and places. And I'm fascinated by the fact that geography teachers still exist because my kids have never done a subject called geography. It's called humanities mm-hmm. here. I don't know if that's the way it works everywhere else. So um, there's a bit of nostalgia. I thought about being a geography teacher. So that's another reason I was drawn to that story because mm-hmm. I've always found travel and that her, what her character's interested in, I'm also interested in myself. So it was a super fun story where we got to travel and see lots of things and do lots of things and um he was a single dad story so you got to see her as a teacher how she was nurturing and loving towards his daughter as well and those connections as we've talked about that can be something that gets drawn out in the story so that's a really fun one if you haven't read this wandering heart and Janine series go read them it's funny because I've, I've read it and I loved it. And you've now brought it up twice in a context that I just don't think of it. So I, I had totally forgotten that she was a teacher until you're like, 
she was a teacher who also and I'm like well yeah of course she was a teacher they they even they're in the classroom like in the teacher's lounge there's all these encounters at school yeah. so yeah it's fabulous but i totally forgot she was a teacher and it's this, it's a school principal who proposes to her that does this grand gesture in right. the chapter one right at the beginning is really public manipulative you must marry me because otherwise you're humiliated if you say no and and she said no which is when she won me over at the start <laughs> yeah so it was very much an initial dynamic was between her as a teacher and um this guy who is the school principal so it was very school orientated really at the very beginning but then it moves away from that as the story goes on so we hit summer yeah and you have wonderful summers we have six weeks of school holidays in summer so I'm always fascinated by this long summer holiday thing because that's just not a thing in Australia okay that's fair all right Valerie what's your first book I'm gonna go with Kimberly Ray Jordan for my first book mm -hmm. yesterday's promises and um, Danica is in her second year teaching music at a private school where she attended when she was a student and her high school sweetheart JD returns as a gym teacher so there's a lot of at school and also at church and also with their mutual friends um, so this could land in a lot of uh, genre discussions as well probably a good um, enemies to lovers one in there as well <laughs> but um, there was a, a lot of that give and take where she's like okay, I'm here. How come you, how dare you come teach at my school? Oh, right. You have as much right to be here as me. Maybe I should go away. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a, a good, good fun story. It's been out for several years now, but um, still a favorite for me. Yeah. All right, Amy, what about you? Okay. So I'm throwing out one that I read this week because my friend told me I had to read it. And she's been telling me this for like a year now. And I finally did. It's called The Cupcake Dilemma by uh, Jennifer Roadwald. And um, the, the heroine is a second grade teacher. And second grade, I love that age. That's the age I always teach at, at church in Bible class. And so I already loved it because she, she's got my heart age, you know, and then uh, we find out that she cannot bake at all. She's never even turned on her oven. And she is in charge of bringing the cupcakes to the town festival. And so she has to get help from the local baker who is evidently super dreamy. <laughs> and so it was just really, really cute and really fun because you got some of the second grader interaction even in the bakery as the baker um, talked with them and one of the second graders is of course in love with her <laughs> so you know, <laughs> just very fun and lighthearted. I love lighthearted stories that is that, was a good one. that is a cute one it's been a couple years but that is a fun one yeah <laughs> yeah all right my first I think um I don't know which one to choose. I'll just start, I guess, at the top of my list, which um, the first one I thought of was Memories of Mist by Valerie Comer. Um, <laughs> and Miles is, um, he's kind of a stereotypical elementary school teacher because he's not, he's not super manly. <laughs> He's not, he's not super not manly, but he's definitely like the quiet, really good with kids 
really doesn't want to have any sort of conflict ever kind of guy and he's new to the school and there's a teacher who is just bound and determined that her little obnoxious child I still I have PTSD from Violet I do she's just she's an obnoxious little girl she's gone through a lot so she has reasons but (laughs) she is obnoxious Valerie wrote an obnoxious little girl very well but so you know so of course the brand new teacher got this obnoxious little girl and and the mom who is just like looking for this garden project to like be the thing that finally sort of fixes her life um and he was gonna sort of skip it and mom's like no you're not and he's like well but it's not required and she's like yes it is (laughs) um so it's that actually would work for enemies hate hate to love enemies to love probably as well because boy they did not get along well at all but he still very much wants what's best for the kids and so he grudgingly drags himself into this project um and I think that's the mark you know sort of of a good teacher is being willing to set aside your personal preferences when necessary to be able to say okay my class actually needs this and would benefit from it so we'll do it um and so I liked that aspect of it of him sort of getting over his hesitance um as she sort of railroaded him (laughs) she did it's true she did but that's good she's she's feisty feisty's good I like feisty (laughs) do you have another one Narelle yes well I'll cross that one off the list (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I have a couple. The one that I'll talk about first, though, is an older book, came out a few years ago. It's um, Jaded by Verena Denman. Mm -hmm. And um, this was a very um, heart-wrenching, deep, one of those really deep, powerful stories. And um, the heroine, Ruthie, works two jobs because her mum is suffering from quite severe depression. And um, she has a very difficult home life and a whole lot of stuff happened in the past and Ruthie's the outcast and she's had such really, really bad experiences with the church and how the church, the church people, I should say, have treated her family. And so the hero in the story is um, a school teacher. So I think he was a, check my notes, he was a maths teacher and he's also the new preacher. So you've got big conflict there because of the way she's been treated by the church. But that was a, um, I wouldn't say fun, fun's not the right word for that story, but it was a really um, thought-provoking, gritty, if you want to read something that will really make you think and really get to the nuts and bolts of a whole lot of different issues, then Verena Denman's books are very good. But um, he was a great hero in that book. I really enjoyed that one. Yes, that that was my second. Excellent. All right, Valerie, what you got? Well, I guess I'll give it back to you then. <laughs> um, I recently reread your novella, Operation Back to School. And so Frazier is um, definitely not stereotypical because while we do have occasional men teaching elementary school or primary school or whatever you call it in your country, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, he teaches kindergarten and that's his first choice. So that's... Um, that's unusual right there, but his reasons for, for it when he describes them to the heroine who of course has a child in his class um, are, are my reasons. Amy, you said you love second grade seven-year-olds. For me, it's five-year-olds. I just, they are 
so wise and yet still such cuddly little lovable things, you know? And to the point where the night before my son turned six, I told him I had been considering it and I wasn't going to allow him to turn six <laughs> because I needed a five-year-old. And he was like, but mommy, I promise I will still hug you and tell you I love you. And so I Aww. let him, I mean, he's in his thirties now. So you see how well that worked for me. <laughs> but that is what I'm saying is that's my favorite age. And um, so to see that Fraser had the same uh reasons for loving kids that age and and uh, so yeah the fun of him working through that and then we've got the single mom with two girls and and the one in his class is the younger one and the older one and they and they fight all the time and I was wondering Beth where you got your inspiration for these fighting children from but we'll we, we'll pass on that um they, they live with me <laughs> oh oh is that exactly. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I could just see them like elbowing each other and the older one being so much better and older than the one that's a year younger and you're just like, yeah, kids. So it was very realistically written and I enjoyed um, both of the, the couple as well. I don't remember, Shannon was her name. Shannon, yeah. Yes. And Shannon. Yeah, they, that was great. And it's, it's a novella, people, so it won't take you long to read it and uh, go get it. Well, scratch that off my list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amy, what do you have? What's next? That one was on my list, too, oh. just for the record. <laughs> okay, so um, one of my very best friends, her first book is, is releasing August 10th, and it's called A Summer in Shady Springs. And she has made the hero, AJ, a teacher and the youth minister at the church. So there are kids galore because <laughs> he, he he works at the high school with her Aunt Clara and Aunt Clara decides that she needs to hook him up with her niece, Madeline, and coerces Madeline into coming into town. And it is set towards the end of the school year and then through the summer, hence the title. So you don't see a lot of the school setting, but he's still working with the kids at the church. And so you get a lot of the, the, still the nurturing and the role model, especially because with teenagers, they need a role model almost as much as they need the nurturing and loving. <laughs> That's they cool. Do. Who wrote that one, Amy? Her name is Sarah Crouch. Okay. R-O-U-C-H and she's a brand new author. I'm so excited for her. Yay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Is this um traditionally or indie published? It is traditional. Okay. From from who? Anaya. Okay. I think I actually have heard of them. <laughs> I have. Okay, cool. Excellent. All right. So for my second, I will choose Summer to Remember by Tara Grace Erickson. Um this is in her Main Street Minden series, um, and he is a teacher. He's a social uh, middle school social studies teacher, and um, it's toward the end of the school year, and then the summer, <laughs> as you would as you would imagine with the title. And um, what's fun about it is. Um, he just sort of is, he's all in with his nerdiness. 
um, which is kind of fun. And in the small town, he gets sort of weird looks with his Lord of the Rings weirdness and like role-playing games weirdness you know so he's the weird middle school teacher that the weird middle school kids just flock to um and so it's fun and his big thing that he hopes to be able to do is always just encourage kids to go ahead and be themselves and not feel like they have to change um you know with peer pressure right and so at the end of the school year though he gets accused of some impropriety so that sort of follows him through the summer and that's, um, that's then an issue, uh, as you would maybe imagine, between him and the heroine as well. Um, so I liked that it wasn't all just, you know, happy and fluffy, but because there, you know, these are things that teachers have to be wary of um, in today's world, these things happen. Um, and I, I just thought it was a really good story of um, forgiveness and acceptance and you know sort of learning to to pause and look beyond the surface I always like when there's a good message in there (laughs) for sure um all right I think we probably don't have time for a third maybe maybe if we talk fast we can do one more each I can talk fast Talk fast. All right, Narelle, talk fast. <laughs> All right. Well, um, my another one on my list that we haven't mentioned is Joys of Juniper by Valerie Comer. And I mentioned this one because the heroine's a dance teacher. And I think teachers that do extracurricular activities are still teachers. And I think they're fun stories. So I really enjoyed that one. So add that one to your list of teachers. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Valerie, what's your fast third one? Um, Carol Moncado has quite a few teachers in some of her Serenity Landing stories. Manuscripts and Mistletoe is a short Christmas one. Uh, Missy is a student teacher and she gets put on the same Christmas party committee as Shane and Sparks Fly. Yes. Go read it. It's a good one. All right, Amy. <laughs> okay, so uh, Regina Merrick has a whole series and she actually has teachers in every single book, all three books. Um, there, it's her Carolina Breeze series. So it's Carolina Dream, Carolina Mercy, and Carolina Grace. And she is a music teacher, a special ed teacher, and another special ed teacher. So all the teachers and the beach. Can't go wrong. Right. What more do you need? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's outstanding. Um, So my fast third one would be Her Daughter's Teacher by Hannah Jo Abbott. Um, It is amazingly about a single mom (laughs) and her daughter's teacher. (laughs) Um, So um, he is a divorced single dad as well, which is kind of fun. So, um, and there's a school rule against teaching, uh, against dating parents. So yeah, that's a problem but it's good. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we're, we're probably right on about time now. So Amy, thank you so much for joining us. Remind everyone where we can find you and your books. Yes. I have a website. It is a bit of anguish.weebly.com. And I'm also on uh, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube all the places. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Do you have any books coming out soon? I do. Tell us. Um, yes, at the end of September, I have a Christmas novella coming out, 
and it is in a collection with four other authors. The collection is um, five different Christmas stories all set on different beaches. Oh, fun. So that one's exciting. And then in December, I'll have another book come out um, called No Place Like Home. So yes. Cool. All right. Well, um, thank you for joining us and thank yes. everyone who's watching and listening for joining us at Story Chats. Let us know your favorite teacher book that, that we probably missed, or if we got all the good ones, let us know that too. We take straight up just praise. We're, we're open to that. It doesn't have to be constructive criticism. We're open to just <laughs> telling us how, how great all the books we mentioned were. Um, you can leave a comment on our YouTube or on the Story Chats Facebook page. Either one is fabulous. And if you want more information about the podcast, you can find that at inspiromance.com slash storychats. And if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. And we will see you next week. Don't forget in the meantime to fall in love with a good book. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>